If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to 1 Corinthians 15. <clears throat> 1 Corinthians 15, beginning with verse 1. We want to talk about the resurrection of the dead today. There's two resurrections. A resurrection from a, a spiritually dead person and the resurrection of a saved dead person. All right, 1 Corinthians 1 says, 15.1. Moreover, brethren, Paul says, I declare unto you that the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and in which ye stand, by which also ye are saved. If ye keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ Jesus died... For our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he arose again the third day, according to the scriptures. And that he was seen of Cephas, that is Peter, then by the twelve. After that he was seen above five hundred brethren at one time, of whom the greater part remain of this present time, but some have fallen asleep. In other words, some have died. After that he was seen of, of, of James, then of the apostles. And last of all, he was seen of me, Paul says, also as one of them born out of due time. I didn't choose the day I was to be born. God chose that day. And so I was born out of due time, arrived just in time on the scene in this life. And so he says, for I am the least of the apostles that am not fit to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with, with me. Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach and so ye believe. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead... How say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain and our faith is also vain. Yea, and we all are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead raise not. Now listen to this. For if the dead rise not, then is Christ not raised. And if Christ be not raised, our faith is vain, and ye are yet in your sins. Then they also who are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all men most miserable. Father, thank you for the day. God, I thank you and I praise you. I believe and I know that the resurrection of you took place. And I know that you arose from the grave. I know that you ascended into heaven. And I know according to your holy word, you're going to descend. You're going to stop in the clouds. And we're going to be raised up to be with you. Lord, I pray that you'd bless today. That you'd speak to our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> Yesterday was such a gorgeous day. Several times as I took little short breaks along the way, 
I, I looked up blue sky and beautiful white clouds. And just to look at the clouds as they were just floating along, I'm thinking, man, what a scene. And I could almost envision Jesus just coming and sitting down on one of those big clouds, and I'm just flying through the air to sit there with him. That's going to happen one day. You don't have to believe it, but according to Paul, the Bible says the Scriptures bear it out that he is coming back. Amen? Hallelujah. And Jesus said, thank you for the good song, Remember Me. Jesus said, remember me because of what I have done. Remember me because I'm coming back. Remember me as your Savior. Allow the Lord to speak to you and what he would have. You know, our bodies, uh, what, a, what a, a magnificent machine. Okay? As I look at you, I'm not colorblind. I can see colors. Okay? I can hear some of you breathing. I can hear papers rustling. I don't have the hearing I used to have, but I can still hear. I have a voice that I can speak. I have feet and legs that carry me where I want to go or where the Lord leads me. I have hands to reach out to touch. I have arms that can hug. I have a heart that God has given me of love for people, no matter who they are or where they come from. The Bible says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm created in the image of God. But what happened? Sin. Sin moved in and destroyed that image. It started in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve sinned against God. And God said, listen, you're going to have to move. You can't stay here any longer. This is a perfect place. Now you're imperfect. And so I want you out of here. And they had to leave. When I think of the resurrection, the believer's resurrection, <clears throat> the Webster's Dictionary just simply says, arising from the dead. Arising from the dead. To some folks, it's just a myth. In other words, it's not true. To some folks, hey, they're looking for it. But you go with me just a moment to the funeral home. And by the way, I, I, I failed to mention Mr. Ralph. Pitt, somebody help me now. His funeral is this afternoon. Pittman, excuse me. Ralph Pittman at Sandifer at, am I right, 4 o'clock? 2 to 4 visitation, 4 o'clock to service. I understand. They used to be members here. But I've been there at the funeral home and people look at their loved one there in the casket and they're thinking, hey, is any hope? What am I going to do without my wife? What am I going to do without my mother? What am I going to do without my daddy, my mother, my children, my parents, my grand? What am I going to do? Serve the Lord. The Bible says serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with what? Singing. <clears throat> Some of us are going to be in trouble these things we can't sing. Wiggle your lips. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Now, and they look in the casket and they think, oh, well, what am I going to do? And then the lid closes. And you go to the graveside. And you do what you do. And you <clears throat> put the casket in the ground and it's covered up. And they walk away with sad hearts. They walk away with broken hearts. So did disciples. They walked away without hope. But thank God, three days later, Jesus Christ came out of the grave. Showed himself no less than 40 days, walked upon the earth, eat, touch lives, 
fact, the Bible said what we read just a moment ago, he was spotted, he was seen by more than 500 brethren at one time. That message, y'all, has been going on since Jesus arose from the grave. And it'll continue until Jesus comes back. When I think of the resurrection of the believer, I think of the, the resurrection belief. It, do you believe it? Listen, let me tell you something. Apart from the resurrection of God, the Word of God is useless. It's false. Apart from the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ is a failure. Apart from the resurrection of Christ, the Holy Spirit is nothing. Apart from the resurrection of Jesus, you and I have no hope beyond the grave. We have no hope. But we do believe in the resurrection. Hey, I've never seen Jesus with my naked eye. But I'm looking for him. As I looked for him yesterday. I mean, I, I was looking toward the Seneca, Walhalla area. Great big clouds. And, and then I was facing toward fire play. And again, just beautiful fluffy white clouds I'm thinking wow what a day for Jesus to come back what a day well I need to get this done and that done before. what are you going to be doing when Jesus comes whatever you're doing as a Christian that's going to cease it's going to stop life here on earth as we know it will be over when he comes and I think about the, the factual not only the, the fundamental belief uh, you know, hey, I have no problem. I don't have to be convinced that Jesus is alive and he arose from the grave. But also the, uh, the factual belief, the proof. When I think of the proof, I think of salvation. That's a gift free from God given to you and me, and it's a lasting gift. Uh, you know, we got several that's going to be graduating. They're going to get all kind of gifts. Probably not going to get a thing that's going to last. Not a thing. In fact, nothing in this world is going to last. And it's going to wear out, or it's going to get broke, or it's going to get spent. People say, I don't know what to get them. Give them money. Let me tell you something. Money always fits, and it's the right color. Hey. Somebody say, what do you get somebody who's got everything? Give them some more things. <laughs> do something. But don't forget, hey, I appreciate those the gesture and, and the boxes that are in the back. If you don't do anything else, listen, Rusty's already mentioned that, but if you don't do nothing else, just take a piece of paper and write them a letter. Drop it in the box, a word of encouragement. Hey, they're about to step out in a new chapter in their life. Well, the resurrection, I believe it for proof of, 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 the, of salvation. I believe it for the proof of scriptures. You know what Jesus said? If you're talking about... Um, Dying and being buried and rising to the grave. He said, as Jonah was in the, the, the belly of the fish three days, so shall the Son of Man be in the grave three days and will arise. I believe in the resurrection. Lazarus was dead. And when Jesus got word, one of the sisters said, hey, you're too late. You, you showed up too late. If you'd have been here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus said, don't worry, son, honey, he's he just sleeping. He's just sleeping. And they went to that tomb of a dead man that had been wrapped up in claws and been in there four days, I believe it was. Hello? And what'd they say about him? What'd they say about him? He stinks. 
You know that same thing about you and me? Sometimes we stink. You know why we stink? For the life we're living, for the image we're projecting. We stink. But Jesus said, hey, what's this? Lazarus, come out of there. Out of that grave walked a dead man, fully alive. And Jesus said, get the rags off of him. Loose him and let him go. Can you imagine? You know what I think about? I think about old Lazarus up there on the street of gold, just having a good time in heaven. And all of a sudden, hey, what does he want now? (laughs) Call me back down here to this old earth. But don't you know it was a blessing to the sisters? Hey, it was a blessing to Jesus. The Bible talks about it. Jesus wept. The Bible talks about it. Lazarus was a friend. Jesus was friends with Lazarus. He missed him. He used that as an example. Hey, if I can raise him, I can raise you. You know, he put this thing together. And no matter how it leaves this world, where it's blown all to pieces, melted, lost at sea, lost in the air, if he put it together one time, you mark it down, he can put it together again. He will come back. He will raise us up. He will put us back together. The resurrection bodies, listen, they are the same bodies. Now, Jesus proved this to Thomas. Thomas saw Jesus dead. Thomas saw Jesus hanging on the cross. Thomas saw him buried. But Thomas didn't see him alive the first time, and he said, I ain't believing that. I'm not going to believe it unless I can touch the nail prints in his hand and put my hand in his side. Will I not believe? And the next event, Thomas being present, the Bible says Jesus walked in the room and the door shut. And Jesus said, Thomas, reach here. Thomas didn't have to reach here. He said, my Lord and my God, you are alive. It is you. Hey, he proved that right there. Same body, resurrected. Now think about also our bodies will be a splendid body. This this mortal that you and I walk around in that rots and stinks and has to have a, be washed up every few hours, we're going to put on immortality. There'd be no more dying. There'd be no more death. There'd be no more stinking. Spiritual bodies, like our glorious Lord's body. It says we'll be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. Jesus is going to come back, and the dead are going to be raised out of that grave. Those who are saved, those who are lost, will be remained in that grave until the time comes for judgment, and they too will be extracted from the grave and be placed in that judgment point to give an account. I want to try, if I, if I don't mess things up, I want to try to give you an example this morning and things aren't cooperating, which is okay. Lynn helped me and she's not responsible for this right here. But the devil didn't want me to do this this morning. We were on our way to church, and I told Lynn, I said, I have forgotten my balloons. So, oh, well, she said, don't do it. I said, I've got to do it. This cross represents the cross in which Jesus died. Now, folk, I hope, if you don't believe this today, I hope at the end of this service you will believe. This cross represents the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on that cross, and he did it for one reason. The Bible says, for God 
so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting eternal life. Jesus did die. Jesus was buried. Jesus came out of the grave and showed himself no less than 40 days. And the Bible says while he yet spoke to them, they stood there and they watched him. All of a sudden, he arose and went and was taken out of their sight. Now, I got a good knot right here, which it's okay to laugh. Um, if it don't work, it don't work. But I'm going to make it work one way or the other. If I have to get Jed over here uh, to get a hold of this line in a minute, if it don't work, okay. Well, he arose, all right? Now, where is he right now? Let me tell you something. Our Lord Jesus Christ is on the right hand of God the Father right now. In this very second of your life and mine, he's on the right-hand side of the Father. Why? He is our lawyer. He is our go-between. He is our bridge. He is the one to see us are made right if we will trust in him. Well, where are you and I today? I'll tell you where some of us are today. Here we are. Here are some of us today. I didn't say y'all, I said us. Here is some of us today. You know what the black represents? Some of you children tell me. Children, tell me what the black represents. Sin, exactly right. The Bible talks about sin that weights us down to the point we can't even rise up to trust the Lord. We can't even rise up to say thank you, Jesus. And sin, hey, weights us down. You're not going anywhere. We, we work hard. We work hard all week trying to do this and do that. And, and finally, somebody says, you know what your problem is? Your problem is sin. And what you need to do is ask God to forgive you of your sins. And when you do that, the Bible says he will cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And we can be a brand new creature. All right? And so here we are. If we're saved, we're brand new creatures. And we're walking around on the earth today. Our job, our responsibility is to trust the Lord and to witness and to preach and to teach and to give away tracts and to do anything we can to encourage people. Well, one of these days, one of these days, and it won't be long, Jesus is going to come back. The Bible says he's going to stop in the clouds. And the dead in Christ are going to rise first. What does that mean? That means every born-again child of God from the beginning of time until now who has been saved is going to come out of that grave and begin to ascend toward Jesus who stopped in the clouds. Those of you and I who are saved and walking around on this earth, the Bible says we'll not go before those who went before us in death, but we too, we will come out, we will be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, and we will join the Lord in the air. And after that event, it says that we will go all go to heaven to be with the Lord Jesus. I praise God for that. I praise God for his promise. I have no problem believing it. I, have, I don't have to be convinced of it. I know this is just balloons. But let me tell you something. We're going to rise. If we've died and our bodies are buried or 
cremated. And by the way, I have no problem with cremation. It's an old house that if they cremate this thing, it's an old house that I'll be done with. I won't need it any longer because I'll have a home that's built in heaven because God said he was going to, Jesus said he was going to prepare me a place. We're going to have a glorified body. Look at verse 12. Then if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how shall some of you say that the resurrection is not so? If there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? He is risen. There is resurrection power. And if Christ be not risen, then the preaching is vain. Our faith is in vain. But the dead in Christ will rise And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the day that my Lord Jesus comes back to get us and take us out of this world. And y'all, a lot of us have a lot of possessions and things we love and things we enjoy. We enjoy our houses. We enjoy our boats, our motorcycles, our campers. We enjoy all this stuff. We're going to leave that behind. So gather up all you can while you can, but make sure your heart's right. Make sure your heart's right so when the resurrection time comes, you won't be wondering which way you're going or which way your loved ones go because we're going to go up and be with the Lord forever. The Bible says forever, y'all. We won't be back here to mess with this crooked place. If you're lost, I beg you today to accept Christ before it's everlasting too late. I beg you. If you're already a Christian, you like me, you like other people, maybe there's sin in your life, you ask God to forgive you. Listen, I ask him every day, Lord, have mercy upon my sorry soul and forgive me of my sins. Cleanse my heart and hear my prayer every day. Maybe you just want to come to the altar this morning and ask God to forgive you. Whatever reason you need to come this morning. We're going to have a hymn of invitation in a moment. Don't sit there and say, well, if so-and-so goes, I'll go. Listen, if God's touching you, you need to move. And you need to do it in a hurry. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege to call you our Father today. Thank you for the resurrection. Oh, God, I thank you and I praise you that you arose from the grave. I praise you and I thank you that I'm going to be in that resurrection one way or the other. I'm going to be a winner either way. And God, I love you and I thank you for salvation. I thank you for that free gift. And I thank you for the privilege to give it away. Bless our people, Lord. Give them courage today in Jesus' name. Amen. What do we say?